You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have the super new black moon at 12 degrees of Aquarius occurring on January 31st at 9.45 p.m. Pacific, which would be 12.45 p.m. Eastern. Check your local time to see when this lunation is occurring for you. Yep, I said black moon, and yes, this is a black moon. Now, of course, it's a new moon, so we can't see the moon. It is the dark of the moon because of where the moon sits in front of the sun in a conjunction. The sun's rays block out the moon, therefore we can't see it. Now, when it comes to a black moon, a black moon only occurs when you have two new moons in a calendar month. In other words, two new moons in a four-week period. So we generally get those with blue moons, but blue moons happen to be full moons. So you know how you'll have once in a blue moon? Those are full moons. This is once in a black moon, which no one ever says. (laughs) It sounds weird, but that's exactly what you get when you have two new moons within a calendar month. Black moons are pretty rare. They're not your standard moon and nor is a blue moon. And so when it happens, it's an interesting event. Um, The last time we had one of those was a few years ago, I believe. So it's been a while since we've had a black moon, if I'm correct on that, I'd have to recheck, but it's been a while since we've had one. We did have a blue moon last August in 2021. So we don't get these types of things very often. And this also happens to be the first super moon of the year as well. So there's a lot of cool, features going on with this moon in particular and of course a super moon is when the moon appears bigger from earth's perspective and this is due to the moon's orbit the moon does not have a perfect circular orbit it is elliptical in orbit so there are certain times where the moon is closer to earth and there are certain times when the moon is furthest away from earth that's when we get those micro moons the super moons are called perigee and those micro moons are called apogee And when we have these supermoons, they definitely pull on our shores as the moon does and also our emotions. Our our bodies are made of water and the moon has been known to affect our emotions and our feelings scientifically and also, of course, with astrology because the moon deals with our emotions in astrology. Thing about this moon that I want to mention is this happens to be the second rare event in Aquarius energy in terms of moons because we had that blue moon in Aquarius and now we're getting this black moon in Aquarius. So this is going to amplify Aquarian themes in our lives and stuff that we need to think about in terms of Aquarius energy. Looking at the vibes on the graph, we've got a mixed bag of a moon. We have some fun aspects, we have some fun alignments, but we definitely have some uncomfortable alignments. This new moon definitely has some bite to it, definitely has some edge to it, so it is going to make things slightly uncomfortable for that reason. I mean, we have a steady stream of emotional sensitivity going on, and even though Aquarius energy is not known for being overly emotional, it can be one of those moons where we actually are feeling our emotions, and it could be just cerebral rather than just feeling it from our hearts in terms of overthinking things or just dealing with numbness um, with our emotions as well, because it can be a numbing of emotions, which is not comfortable. And this is going to be carrying on for a couple of days as we're going through the conjunction that's going on. There's a stellium in Aquarius. There's definitely a steady stream of mental energy as well. And with Aquarius being a cerebral sign, this makes a lot of sense. We're going to have a lot of moments where we're trying to figure out exactly how we go forward. What do we need to bring forward in our lives? How do we incorporate Aquarius themes in our lives? lives. 
And how do we get to a place where we have something better? There's going to be a lot of thought in that. And interestingly enough, there's a steady stream of romantic energy, which is pretty high on the chart, which again, Aquarius is not one of those energies where you think romance, but it is popping up. And it's also popping up because there's a lot of stuff going on with Venus and Mars. Venus and Mars are going to be traveling with each other for quite some time. They're loosely in a conjunction with each other, and they're going to be hanging out for about, I want to say over a month or so, maybe almost two months, but they're going to be hanging out with one another for a while so it is going to rev up relationship situations and in the best way possible because this is harmonious of course it is going to hit certain points where it's not making the easiest alignments this conjunction won't make the easiest of alignments but at least we get a little bit of romance and so that's going to carry out also through the month of february you're just going to see romantic energy on the chart a ton throughout that month and march so now that we're at this brand new cycle of aquarius energy think about where you want to see yourself in the next six months where would you like to be in aquarius energy by august 11th of 2022 because new moons are about incorporating the themes of that sign it is about incorporating the best parts of that sign so that way we can utilize them to our advantage and improve our lives so what type of Aquarian themes would you like to adopt in your life? Are you wanting to be more spontaneous and more adventurous within your life? Aquarius is an energy about getting out of your comfort zone and trying new things. And, you know, a lot of times we get stuck in a rut in our lives and, you know, we think that we're safe and we think that we're comfortable, but it just turns out that we're, we've just become stagnant. And so this could be a point in your life where you're wanting to learn how to be more open, more spontaneous, more adventurous, take more risk and really just push yourself out there out from your comfort zone because it's not necessarily as comfortable as it was before it may feel as though it's become something of a prison for you so this could be a point where you're looking to get out of those old habits that are holding you back so this could be a time where you're open to embracing something new and this could be what gets you to that starting point and making some sort of game plan for yourself on how you're going to get there and with that too, this could be all about upgrading your current circumstances. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're like rock climbing or going on some crazy excursion, but you can be upgrading your circumstances in terms of your living situation. This could be a point in your life where you're needing a better home, a bigger home, and now it's time for you to make that move, or you're trying to make a cross-country move or move to another country or location because the area you're currently in, you might have outgrown that at this point. So this could be a time where you're making changes when it comes down to that kind of stuff as well. Ready to stop living by other people's rules so that way you can have the life you want. In other words, a lot of the times we all get stuck because, you know, we're wanting to please family or just people we know, networks, you know, groups of friends. And, you know, we end up abandoning ourselves because of that. We end up blocking parts of our personality in order to be accepted by other people, which, you know, it happens and it's it's not an easy thing because, you know, it it's important to have acceptance, but at the point of it costing you your own personality and identity, it's really not. And, you know, this could be a point in time where you're ready to embrace that. You're ready to be yourself. You're ready to be your offbeat self. You're ready to just not necessarily conform to social norms and be bogged down by tradition or, you know, being quote unquote normal. And I always say when I look at Aquarius, fuck being normal, be yourself. Because presenting a different version of yourself only to gain the approval of others isn't worth it. And it's har it's only harming you. It's not harming them. It's just making them comfortable and you uncomfortable. So you might as well just let your freak flag fly and be your offbeat self. Embrace it. And I know that that's easier said than done. It takes time to feel comfortable to do that. So give yourself time. This could be a starting 
turning point for you to allow those, allow yourself to be yourself. And hopefully over the next six months, you slowly become comfortable being in your own identity. And speaking of that, are you wanting to attract the right types of people to yourself? In other words, relationships with friends, um, networks, groups, things like that. Connecting with like-minded people, connecting with people who, you know, you can be yourself around. Basically your tribe of people. A lot of the times with Aquarius energy, you know, Aquarius is known as the friendship sign and it certainly has those components to it. So why not embrace that high quality of groups and networking and just getting with the right types of people in your life with this Aquarius energy? So if this is a starting point for you, this could be where you're slowly introducing yourself into networks of people. And there's tons of online communities for that if you're not wanting to do face-to-face -face stuff where you can end up finding some of the best friends you may ever have. So this would be a good starting point if you're wanting to make friends that are on the same level as you. And if we're having to talk relationships, if you are looking at romance in this particular situation, are you looking to become a little bit more grounded when it comes down to your emotions and relationships? In other words, becoming more laid back in the way you approach dating and, you know, not necessarily getting attached quickly and learning the art of just dating someone and being comfortable and being a bit casual. And hopefully it leads to a relationship and a romantic relationship. But this is the type of energy where you learn how to be someone's friend before you become you know their partner and committed and things like that and you learn the art of healthy detachment within this energy if you're wanting to learn the art of not being anxious when it comes down to your attachment style this might be a good place to start a game plan so that way you can level out and feel a sense of just comfort when you are dating someone and not getting overly anxious and feeling like you can just take or leave the relationship which i know sounds bad but in a lot of ways when you're dating you kind of want to have that attitude you want to be as neutral as possible when you're in dating situations so that way you know you're not throwing your feelings in it right away and also you don't want to be too detached where you're just showing no interest at all and there's no connection so you want to try and find a healthy balance when it comes down to that with Aquarius we also deal with our intellect so are you wanting to connect more to your higher mind and higher minded ideals and ways of thinking futuristic ways of thinking and I'm not saying like into the future like some crazy sci-fi movie although you know you could be thinking that and creating some sort of novel or script that's futuristic in some sort of way. But in a lot of ways, a lot of a lot of the time, people want to connect with their intellectual side. They want to become more intelligent. They want to connect with their inner genius. They want to be able to access, you know, parts of their brain where they're able to understand complex things that generally require a lot of hard work and schooling. And so this could be a time where, you know, you're looking to be more scientific. This could be a time where you're looking to connect with your tech, your tech savvy side or getting into topics like psychology, astrology, because we also deal with astrology in Aquarius energy. And of course, obviously you guys are listening to a podcast about astrology and the weekly astrology new moon full moons but this could be a time where you're wanting to learn astrology and you're wanting to apply yourself and astrology definitely takes a lot of work because it is very complex so this could be a time where you're trying to apply yourself with that so use this energy to learn how to boost your IQ and learn some complex topics if that's what you're looking for out of this Aquarius new moon so here's to embracing our offbeat side and not letting the small shit bother us. Let's look at these transits and see what we can expect from this lunation. As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe and also share because it does help this channel grow. Also, if you'd like to support the hard work of this channel, 
you can do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. So right out the gate, we have an Aquarius stellium going on with the Sun, Moon, and Saturn. And, you know, Saturn being there and conjuncting all of this, it can definitely put a bit of numbness into this energy in terms of your emotions and the way you're feeling. It can also put in a little bit of gloom, too. So, you know, if you're feeling like your emotions are fluctuating a bit and you're starting to feel that way, know that there are some bright spots that will come from this lunation. It just starts off with a bit of edge to it. And with Saturn being one of the chart rulers of this moon, I mean, it definitely has some dominant energy. And Uranus is also a ruler of this moon. Uranus is the modern ruler. Saturn is the ancient ruler. So both of them being in some harsh alignments, it doesn't necessarily make for the most comfortable conditions. Again, though, we do have some bright spots that go on during this lunation for some of the chart for the chart rulers as well. One of the main things with the chart rulers is they are still in a square with one another. And we've been dealing with the square for about over a year now. And so this square brings up a lot of tensions. It, it can bring up a tug of war with yourself in terms of making changes. There could be some resistance to change and keeping things the way they always have been versus, you know, the new versus changing things up versus making things fresh and different from the way you're used to going about life or conditions. One of the main themes of this moon is going to definitely be about getting out of your comfort zone and leaving behind old things that leave you stagnant. Old standing problems that need resolution will come up at this time with this energy as well. So it doesn't necessarily make for the most comfortable situations. Also, the sun is in a square to Uranus and you want to be aware of how you're making changes and that they're not swift. This moon is definitely calling for change, but it's also calling for gradual change. The change needs to happen, but try not to do it so fast because you could end up being very clumsy in this change. So try to pace yourself about the things you're trying to shift. You don't want to definitely, you definitely don't want to do an overhaul at this point in time. You want to make sure you have a process and you want to make sure you have an end game and a goal in mind before you start you know, ripping things up and changing things immediately. Luckily, we have some lovely and easy alignments that should help the situation when it comes down to the modern chart ruler because that's the one that's getting the most alignments. Venus is going to be making a trine with Uranus and this should really help in terms of shifting things when it comes down to relationships that are worth our time, relationships that we're meant to keep in our lives, and just making changes to certain circumstances around your career and finances. Again, not swift action. This is definitely more harmonious than that. So it can help if there's some adjustment that needs to happen, some tweak that needs to happen relationship-wise or career-wise. And because Venus and Mars are in this conjunction with each other and they'll be in this conjunction for a bit, Mars will also be participating in this trine as well. So this is going to help you take action in the right way. This is going to help you take healthy risk, even though that may sound like that contradicts the whole square of the sun, square of the moon sort of situation that's going on with Uranus. This is one of those things where, you know, the steps that you're taking, at least the actions that you're taking will be beneficial as long as they're not erratic and foolish. Uranus is applying to a sextile with Jupiter. Jupiter is sextiling Uranus. And this isn't going to happen for a few weeks here. And it's a, oh my God, it's a lovely alignment. It's definitely one of those alignments that brings in favorable change. And it's one of those things that we definitely need this year. There's one of those, it's only happening once this year, but it's one of those things we need to kick our year off. This is going to bring in unexpected change and unexpected circumstances that happen in your favor. 
This opens up so many opportunities in terms of the stuff that you need to do, the stuff, the far reaching stuff that you need to do in your life. So even though we do have some of those edgy alignments going on, we still have some sweet spots here that will help us kick off this new moon phase in Aquarius. So if you're really wanting to build an Aquarius energy, this is going to be great for that. It just may have a rough start and it may have a slow start. There's certain things, just try not to change things so rapidly that you're creating some sort of overhaul because that can definitely blow up in some sort of way. So be aware of that within this energy. Other than that, I hope you all have the best new moon in Aquarius ever. Later, guys.